Hi friends, welcome to Level Up with Lori. This podcast is all about the ins and outs of building a six-figure network marketing business. I'm your host, Lori Urban, small business and network marketing coach. I teach women how to build businesses on their terms and around their busy lifestyles. I want them to fall in love with their business and to wake up every single morning with purpose. I am so excited that you tuned in today. So let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, so I know I chatted about starting with Systems for Success in my very first mini series as a way to launch this podcast, but I'm going to get super real with you guys for two seconds and I will tell you that I have so many ideas going through my head right now that I feel like I am neither here nor there and I um, just kind of working on finding what the best way is to start this podcast. And while I believe in the systems that you use for success and how they really set you up in both your personal business, your team business, every single aspect of your business, I believe in habits and systems. I thought first I wanted to dig a little bit deeper into kind of the whole network marketing gig, the business itself, the mindset around needing to work your business, all of that fun stuff, because at my core, the true mission of this podcast, at least as it stands right now, is that I want to change network marketing from the inside out. I want to change per- people's and the public's and the community's personal beliefs around network marketing because, friends, I have heard it all. I have been told that, you know, my network marketing business is not a real business. Um, it's not a local business, not this, it's not that. I've heard it's a pyramid scheme. I've heard you are only, um, like you'll never make any real money. And I just thought, you know what, guys? And I've seen the business done wrong so many times. I've seen people kind of flop and fail and not really understand why, but it's because of the way that they were, what the way that they were building. So I thought, you know what? Let's dig into a couple of those issues first before I help you start to kind of launch your business because I want you to kind of take this and together we can have a united voice and we can share why we love these businesses, why we think network marketing and why we know network marketing works and why I 100% believe that it is not only a legitimate business, but it is actually the best business model out there, that there's nothing that rewards hard work more than these businesses. And that there is a reason in our in our society today that so many people, women specifically, are getting out there and getting a side hustle. And I want to dig into that too. But first, I thought I would start by talking about some of the very fun and intriguing myths about network marketing. And from two different standpoints, number one, the business model, and number two, the myths that a lot of people are telling themselves as reasons to not get into this business and as reasons that they're not a good fit for this business. So first, who here, please raise your hand wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, and tell me if you have heard that network marketing and direct sales are a pyramid scheme. Okay, I am going to be 
one of a thousand people that are going to tell you this is not a pyramid scheme. And I will even be so honest to tell you that I'm not quite sure what a pyramid scheme is. I believe that it is when you are signed up into a business, you are told that you need to front load to buy a ton of stock to start that business. And the people above you make money off of the initial stock that you purchase. And a lot of times I think what made it illegal is that that stock was probably never going to sell. It was going to accumulate in your garage. And who here, I mean, this makes me picture Will Smith in the pursuit of happiness when he was going around and selling those what no one thought would actually sell. And I can't remember what they were, some kind of um, health device. And it was the only way he had to make a living. So I think that is much, much closer to a pyramid scheme. And guys, pyramid schemes are illegal. So There's zero chance that your next door neighbor, your best friend, your cousin, or, you know, that girl you met at the grocery store would be so heavily invested in something that is illegal. But what makes the network marketing business model so incredible is that it's not about it's not about the buy-in. The buy-in is actually quite a low investment. And the truth is starting a small business can be really, really expensive. But what I love about network marketing is that it takes the risk out of it because the invest initial investment is so low and the business model is actually already prepared for you. In fact, I would closer related to a franchise situation. Now, of course, that's not completely equal or accurate either because a franchise often is, you know, $100,000 to start and you need to follow really strict guidelines and there's area control and all of that fun stuff. But and network marketing is so simple, so simple. Typically, it's a couple hundred dollars to get started. You probably already have tons of the products because probably you are absolutely in love with the product before you get started. That is the reason why most people get started. I will, I will tell you, I was one of those people that actually had zero intent to sell when I got started. I really just signed up because I thought it looked like a really great way to scoop some um, free and discounted jewelry. And then I started to dig a little bit deeper and started to get to know the company a bit more, started to get to know the business structure a bit more and found it very intriguing. And I've told you before that I am an entrepreneur at heart. I have started a couple businesses in my past and I absolutely love the creative aspect of running your own business and so many other aspects about it. So this, um, I will never forget my husband saying, looking at me across the table. And I think I had made about $200 at this point and him saying like, this is you. There's something about this that is very, very you. And it was almost harder to admit to myself that it was me because of all of these negative myths that are floating around out there. And that is why I I want to change all of that. And I want to educate the community about how incredible these businesses are and that they are indeed an a legitimate business, nothing to run from, nothing to be scared of, but something to support and something to be excited about and even to consider doing. So pyramid scheme, no, 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 my friends. In fact, in many of the business structures, um, you are not, for, for instance, in my business structure, I will not even make any money and let on the people below me unless I am selling myself. And now not all of the network marketing businesses are set up that way, but that is the way that mine is set up in a way that I actually love because I really believe that in order to um, 
be growing a business, that I need to be working the business personally myself as well. And I also want to make sure that you know that the people below you, you're by making money off of your team, the team that you support, you guide, you mentor, and you put your heart and your soul into, you're not taking anything away from them. They will make the exact same money off of their own personal sales that they would, whether you did or didn't make any money off of them. So at the end of the day, there's no scheme involved. It's simply um, everybody working together to sell something that they love. And if you really look at a pyramid scheme, isn't a pyramid scheme someone sitting right at the top who um, kind of calls all the shots and makes all the money? I would argue that the corporate structure is much closer to a pyramid scheme than that. You have a president, you have a couple VPs, and often those are the not the people that are in the trenches working the business hard and getting their hands dirty. No, no, no. They're sitting in their cushiony offices and they are the ones that ta- are taking home the bigger paychecks. So I am in those trenches with my team and I swear by leading by example, and I'm sure you'll hear me say that a hundred times over in this podcast, I believe that true success means leading by example and um, leading from the front with your team and really making sure because how can you coach to something that you're not doing? And that's what I always kind of wondered in many different industries. And I'm not going to get too much into the teaching industry, but I always wondered how did people make these decisions when they weren't in the classroom, when they didn't understand even, or maybe they didn't even, had never even spent time in a classroom and they were making these decisions that would affect classrooms across Ontario. It would literally blow my mind. And it still does because my husband's in teaching and you all know that it's a a fairly treacherous industry right now with everything that's going on in the government. And I am not here to talk politics, my friends, because that's not my forte. But I will tell you that before you discard the network marketing business model, have a look at a lot of the other business models that we just accept as normal and okay. And ask yourselves if those are really serving the people that are working in them. And I would say, no, they're not. Network marketing is by far the best business model for rewarding the work that you do. You get out what you put in and the more you grow, the more you get out. And it's absolutely incredible because it's not a job where you just tick off like a list of things to do. It's a job where where whatever you want to get out of it, you can. Like you there is zero glass ceilings. You can pass anybody above you. You get to have your own individual goals. Whatever you want from your business, you can actually get it by just putting the work in. And I love that. In fact, that is the thing that I thrive on. The fact that whatever we need, okay, so we've, I really want to go on a vacation in two months. Okay. So I just work a little bit harder in these next couple of months and I pay for that vacation. I ask you what other industry are you able to do that? And there's very, very few. There's very few industries where you feel respected, where you feel supported and where you feel rewarded for everything that you're doing. And I think if you ask anybody in a network marketing business, they'll tell you that that is one of the single most fulfilling things about this business is that you are constantly celebrated and that you can truly take from it whatever you want. So I hope that challenged your concept of a pyramid scheme a little bit. And I think at the end of the day, the more voices that we have shedding light on just, it's not I used to think exactly the same thing. I think it just comes from a place of ignorance that they don't really truly understand this business model. 
And I just think that we need to be loud and proud about the businesses that we're building. And I'll tell you, hands down, there has been so many times where I haven't told people what I did or I tried to put a little bit of a different spin on it just because I was nervous about perception. And I don't like to have to argue with people about the legitimacy of my full-time job and why I love it as much as I do. And But it is something that if you're proud of this business model, you need to stand tall. And the more of us that stand tall and link arms together, the more people are just going to support and understand what these businesses are all about. It's all about education. And I believe that in five years, in 10 years, almost every single person or and especially women is going to have a side gig, a side hustle. And many of them are going to do make transform these side hustles into full-time gigs because it just works around the busy lifestyle. And because there, well, there's so many other perks, and I'm sure I'll talk a lot about those in the future podcasts. But I believe that this is going to be the way of shopping in the future, that people love the personal experience and the personal touch of shopping with a person rather than a big box store, and that people love the fact that they are supporting a family with a purchase that they're making. And I will hands down tell you that every single $20 purchase makes a difference to my family that that happens and that every single one matters. And every single person that chooses to support these small businesses is doing an incredible, incredible thing. And I'd actually argue that many of the products of these network marketing businesses are 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 just incredible. They're even better than what is out there in those big box stores, whether it is natural skin care or cleaning products that you no longer need to use chemicals. There's just so many incredible products that you can bring into your household and feel good about the purchases that you're making. Okay, I think I went off a little bit on a um, tangent there. So time to dig into the second myth around the business model. And that is a little bit twofold. I hear a lot of people saying that you cannot make any money in these businesses unless you're the first in. And I am here to tell you that that is completely false, completely false. You do not need to be the first person into the business. In fact, there's a lot and don't get me wrong. Um, it's incredible to be one of the first people into a business if you you choose a business that finds ultimate success in the industry. But there's a lot of hiccups that go along with being the first into the business, whether it's figuring out their shipping or their inventory. I know even when we launch new categories, there is a lot of hiccups that go along with that and growing pains that go along with that. So there is something to be said for choosing a company that is established. And so far from my record, I don't know any network marketing business that is so saturated that you cannot find a place for yourself in it. The truth is there are so many consumers out there and there's so much awareness that still needs to be made around these products that even companies that have, um, you know, people located all over the place, selling this to all over the place, there's still more opportunity there. So so much opportunity. We all have our own social circles. We all have our own communities that we're a part of. And the other aspect of that is people come and go in these industries because sometimes they only serve a certain purpose in their lives and people have different goals. So you can't really necessarily look at the number of people geography wise because you could have four people in a small area 
And one of them is a hobbyist that's just selling to friends and family. One of them is doing full time and trying to spread their voice far and wide. One of them is really just using the discount for personal use. So you can see where I'm going with that. And one of them only lasted six months and then left the business. There is so much movement and so many different platforms and ways to work this business that there's no need to be the first person into a business. And there's no need to worry about the fact that you have friends that are doing exactly the same thing. In fact, look at the success that other people are having. And all that means is that you can have that too. And that they have figured out a way and you should do everything you can to learn from them. So I hope that helps in terms of that kind of business um, myth. Now, I wanted to kind of look at some of the things that we tell ourselves as reasons to not get into these businesses. And if you've ever considered getting into one of these businesses, or you can even think back to if you're already in a network marketing business, think back to the things that you um, told yourself in the beginning and think back to how long it took you to take the jump to jump in. And what were those little lies, little untruths that you said in your head? And I bet that this is a couple of them. So here's the big one. I don't have enough time. You guys, no one has enough time. No one has enough time for anything because we are a society that jam packs our lives to a ridiculous proportion. And the truth is, it's not about having enough time. It's about how you use that time and what your priorities are with your time. So I often say to people, instead of saying, I don't have enough time, say, I don't, that is not a priority to me. And ask yourself if that sits okay. And if it does, amen, you're making the right decision. But if you're choosing Netflix over starting a second income for your family that you desperately need, then my friend, you have time. Let go of suits on Netflix and choose a better lifestyle for your family. Now, don't get me wrong. I am the biggest TV fan out there. I love my Netflix. I love my Thursday night TV. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't indulge in those ever so often and that my business is always, always my first priority. No, my family is. But actually, in truth, these businesses fit into your lifestyle. It's incredible what you can do when you fall in love with something and when it gives you personal satisfaction. In fact, I know a lot of people that start these businesses simply because they want that outlet for their lives and because it means that they get to hang out with their girlfriends and they get to surround themselves with a supportive and um, empowering community of women that are out there being rock stars all in their own way. So you have time. Trust me, you have time. You're just not prioritizing your time. I actually think that we need to start saying no more. You don't need to do all of the things. You need to prioritize all of the things. And sometimes that's going to mean that your kids miss a birthday party. Or sometimes that means that you maybe don't go to the, the 17th friends outing. I don't know what it is. Whatever it is, like, are you doing the, are you spending the t- your time the way that you want to spend your time? Are you doing the things that you want to do? And ask yourself how much happiness and how much Um, how fulfilling are the activities that you're doing and the way that you're spending all of your time. And I bet you if you tracked the time that you spent for an entire week, you would find many pockets of wasted time. 
many, many pockets. In fact, when I'm working with leaders who want to take their business to the next level, this is one of the challenges that I give them. Track your time for at least three to four days. And I mean, really, really track it. Either do it on a piece of paper or there's some incredible apps out there that you can do them do this on and literally track 15 to 30 minute time periods and see how you're spending your time. And be honest. Did you spend 30 minutes just mindlessly scrolling on Instagram? Okay, guess what? You could mindlessly scroll and scroll and post on Instagram while you build your business. Um, did you spend two hours watching TV this evening? Did you sleep in a couple extra hours this morning? Did you mindlessly wander around your house? And guys, don't get me wrong. I have to prioritize things. So sometimes my house isn't always as clean as it could be. Sometimes my meals aren't super extravagant for the family, or maybe there's extra things that you could do or extra support you could get to build extra time into your life. Like for instance, my mother-in-law comes once a week and brings dinner and watches the kids. And that's the night that my husband, well, there's two things that either happen. Either my husband works late and I work a little bit that night, or we take that night as a date night and we go out and we go for dinner and we get groceries. I know wild date nights, but I think that using your time effectively is something that really increases people's happiness in their life. It's like really asking yourself, what is serving me in my life and what brings me joy? And I can tell you that this business, building my business, doing this podcast, that guys, I don't have time to make this podcast. I'm literally mostly because my house is never quiet. So it's really, really difficult to carve out that time where I can actually chat without being interrupted 70, 72 times. So I am, I am, I'm taking the time that my husband is taking the kids to gymnastics on Saturday morning. And yes, my friends, Dads are capable of doing all the things too. And maybe that is something that you need to challenge yourself to start believing because my husband is more than capable of taking the kids to gymnastics and giving me a little bit of time. And this is the time when my house is quiet. So this is the time where I'm going to bulk some activities together. For instance, I'm going to tape this podcast and the next one into this time when my house is quiet. So it's really just about how you're using your time. It is how about you're using your time, not the fact that you don't have enough time, because the truth is no one has enough time. I was busy 15 years ago. I was busy 10 years ago. I was busy five years ago, and I will be busy five years from now. But hopefully I'm using that time in a way that brings me happiness. And that's all that really matters. And I can tell you that this business is going to bring you happiness. It's going to give you personal goals, self-fulfillment, and an incredible community. And if it doesn't, then it's not for you and you walk away from it. The, the best thing about network marketing is there's often such a low point of entry in terms of cost that you can just do it as it's serving you and you can move on if it's just not something that works for you. And you're probably moving on with enough money to pay back the investment you made plus some free stuff. And free stuff is always good stuff in my opinion. And maybe a couple new friends, which is nice. Okay, another thing that we probably are telling yourselves is that I don't know enough people. Guys, I don't want you to know enough people that you can build an entire business around your social circle. Because I can tell you right now that selling to your friends and family isn't a, the best feeling. It actually, 
It actually will make you feel, you give you that little bit of an icky sales feeling because you're just, you know that someone is just buying because they're supporting you. Don't get me wrong. You're going to find friends and family that are going to be so as in love with your product as you are, and you're going to really enjoy that experience of selling to them, but you are not going to build a business around your friends and family. I know so many people that get into these businesses and they're like, you know what, a a lot of my friends, they buy this product, so it'd probably be great if I just signed up and I I just kind of was the, the liaison for them and their purchases. And that will work for a little bit of time, but it doesn't work forever and you can't build a business on that. And I don't want you to build a business on that. I want to teach you how to use your friends and family to get outside your friends and family zone as quickly as possible. In fact, I want you to do that in the first 30 to 60 days. In the first 30 to 60 days, I want you to build a community of women that love your product just as much as they love you. So they're not shopping with you just to support you. They're they're shopping with you because they want to be there because they love the product and it, they, they want to buy. And you are now their personal service to purchasing that product. So do not not worry about the social circle you have. Even if you don't have a friends and family zone that you can use to launch your business, there are other ways. I have seen some incredible success just from networking and local events and getting out there and getting your name out there. If you are creative and you are willing to hustle You can do anything that you want in this business and you don't need the support of your friends and family. And I can tell you from personal experience that friends and family often aren't supportive in the beginning and that you need to kind of develop a little bit of a thicker skin around that because it can hurt your feelings. It can crush you. It can knock you down. And we don't want it to because we don't want to build a we don't want to build a business around them. We don't want to force them to support us and our businesses. We want them to support us, but support can look like many different things. Support could look like them hosting a party with you rather than shopping or rather than buying from you because they don't have the funds this month. Hosting is even better. A support could look like a referral where they know somebody that loves this product so they connect them to you. A a support could look like them inviting you into their place of work to set up a table and just create awareness. Support looks like so many things. So when you get started, I just want you to have your expectations realistic with your friends and family zone. And I want you to know that we are going to help you, that your mentor, whatever business you're doing, is going to help you get outside of that friends and family zone as quickly as possible. And I'm actually going to write a little note because I think this would make a really great podcast episode, how to get outside that friends and family zone and how to push past the different walls that we hit in this business when we feel like we've talked to everyone Shoot me a message if you think that that is a good idea and I will get to work on it. Um, Okay, and the last one that I have for you is I am not a salesperson. Okay, first off, neither am I. I am not a salesperson at all. I like to think of myself as a shares person in that I'm just sharing something I love and I'm just sharing it in a way that is authentic to me. I think the sooner you dig into being yourself and building a business around you and your terms, the easier your transition into being an entrepreneur is going to be. I want you to entertain people in a way that 
feels real to you, whether it's selfies or live videos, a combination of anything. You don't need to be a salesperson. In fact, stop selling to people. I want you to give them value and I want you to really like reach out in ways that don't feel like icky sales. So do not worry about being a salesperson. You just need to share something you love. And I actually think the sales sales really it's just this it's this portal to get to awareness right and yes you do need to be able to set up a table and share your products in a way that you're really just talking about them and i believe that everybody's capable of that because you are choosing the business that you're signing up with for a reason you're choosing it because you already use that product you already love that product think about it like this when you get really great service from Um, somewhere. You pop on Facebook and you recommend that restaurant to people. You say, everybody's got to try this restaurant. Their um, chicken stir fry is absolutely incredible to die for. And the customer service, my waitress was amazing. Guys, you were just a shares person. Um, Let's say you saw a really great sale going on at Sephora. You pop on Instagram and you're like, everybody, you need to check out right now. So the whole store at Sephora is 40% off um, and you need to go shop right away because this is great deal. Um, my friends, that is being a shares person. You just shared. So really, you guys are doing this anyways in your life for products that you love all over the place. Just maybe you want to earn a commission on those pieces that you're referring and those pieces that you're sharing with your friends and family. And maybe you want to build a business with sharing to a bigger group of people. And that is not a salesperson. That is just sharing something that you love. So I hope this episode was is something that you feel good about sharing with your with your kind of community, whether it's all of your network marketing business, whether it's your friends and family to shed light on what it is you're doing and what it is you're so passionate about. Please tag me when you do that. And please let's work together to change these businesses from the inside out. And that starts with starting to talk about them. So be proud of the business that you're building and be excited about it. Tell every single person why you're doing it, what you're doing it, and don't ask for anything in return. Just talk about it because I think there's so much strength in that. And I think as soon as you stop, as soon as you take the actual sales out of it and when people stop thinking that you want anything out of it and that you just want to share something that you're excited about, they're not going to be scared. They're not going to be, they're not going to run away. And you guys, if they do, screw them. They aren't your people. If you can't share pieces of your life that you're really proud of, that you're really excited about, those aren't your people. And you don't need that kind of thing in your life. So I hope you all enjoyed that. I am really excited. So next week, we are going to be talking, we're going to be doing a little bit of mindset work. Mindset work is one of my favorite aspects to talk about. So tune in then and I have a great week until then. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you got a few takeaways and feel energized to get out there and take on the world. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would hop on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Or if you are on Facebook, join me in my Facebook group, Level Up with Lori Inner Circle. Or tag me on Instagram at This Is Life with Lori, and I will be sure to give you a shout out. Until next week, my friends.